Welcome to the Intuitive Skies, here to help you cultivate your spirit, where you'll find magic, mystery, and sometimes a bit of mayhem. And now your hosts from IntuitiveSkies.com. Hi, this is Beth Ann, and with me, um, she is a wonderful medium, and she's here to help me discuss the law of attraction and free will. And we have Katie here as well. She can she's an internationally known full time medium and she can be found at katiestearns.com or at intuitiveguys.com. Oh, and Beth Ann can be found at Psychic Readings Reading. or Readings by by I'm sorry, readings by B A as in badass. And today we're talking about the law of attraction. Um, but before we do that, we have our lovely segment of most embarrassing moments. Yay. Oh, boy. Uh, okay, so mine this week was pretty funny. Um, I actually I went into a gas station to get, you know, one of those big gulp things because I needed to get caffeinated. So I went to the stupid gas station, and as some of you already know, I've got multiple fluorosis, which is a lot of fun most of the time. Um, I'm walking into... I fill up this huge, big gulp plastic jug, not jug, but, you know, one of those containers with a plastic lid on it. Um, Go in there, and I'm walking down the aisle, and my arm starts to spaz out and tremble. And it's it's like, it doesn't just, like, tremble. It literally looks like, as I'm doing this, it looks like I'm throwing this entire big gulp full of soda up in the air. (laughs) It lands crash hard on the ground. And splashes backwards up all over the rotating hot dogs. You know those little hot dog rotator thingies? It does yes. that. <laughs> it does that. And then it gets all over, like, all these little boxes of cookies and crackers and stuff. Oh, what a mess. And I felt, oh, my God, I felt so bad. And I'm like, oh, just give me something to clean it up, right? And I don't think they're allowed to for insurance reasons, maybe, because, um, they wouldn't let me help clean it up. I think they thought I'd make more of a mess, which is probably true. That was really fun time. Fun time. That reminds uh, me of so, the of Drop Dead Fred, right? Like, remember Drop Dead Fred? So she has a an imaginary friend, and so she's at a mm-hmm. restaurant on a date, and he makes her pour her water into her lap, and then he makes her like take her plate and throw it over her head at the window. <laughs> so I feel like that's what happens to your oh, arm. That, you know what? Maybe that is Fred. I don't know. That's probably what it's happened. So it was for your spirit. <laughs> Grabbed your arm so, and yeah. made you throw that thing. <laughs> yeah. And tried to explain that to the clerk. Yeah, it was spirit. It's all their fault. It was one of my new guys. He's just a pain in the ass. <laughs> right. That'd go over real well. Yeah, let's call, um, let's call the ambulance. This woman is off her rocker, right? <laughs> All right. So seriously, though, we need to attract some lack of sluttiness on my part. <laughs> okay. Law of attraction. Um, so we're going to do this kind of like we did last week with the steps. And I like them because the steps are really clear and concise and get right to the point. I, You know, we can drone on for hours about this stuff, but it's just, you know, let's get right to the point. So, Beth Ann. Yes. Number one? Um, okay. So, yes. So we're going to talk about um, the steps of doing the law of attraction. So the yeah, first yeah, step for yeah. that is that you have to be completely clear on what it is that you want and what, they, what you're trying to attract. 
Yeah, so um, if I'm asking, like, I want to get a dog, um, I want a poodle, I want a Rottweiler, there's, you know, I want a Minton, I want this, I want that. Um, if we keep switching, then the universe doesn't really know what to bring to us, I suppose. But I guess um, in that, that's pretty um, pretty specific with what I just said. But if it is like you want to have a job, be clear on the job, I suppose, what exactly, but being open so that you can receive when your answers, um, and when your your creation hits you, I suppose. Yes, right? I agree. You have to know what it is that you want because if you don't know what you want, the universe doesn't know what to send you. And until so you can get clear on what you want, even if you get it, you're not even going to know what that is. You're not going to know when when you've achieved it because um, you weren't clear to begin with. So that's very important. And then going into step two, that would be asking for that. After you get clear on what you want, you've got to ask for it. And how do you go yeah, about asking so for many, that, Katie? Yeah, there's so many different ways to ask. It is, um, you know, we, we're going to go through some exercises after uh, we go through these eight steps. Um, so in the asking part, hold on because we're going to give you some ideas on how you can ask. Right? Mm. Yes, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> uh, so uh, after you ask for it, the next step, number three, is to co-create it. So um, you don't just sit back and do nothing. You have to have some part of it too, right? Yeah, I think um, I think a lot of times it, it, a lot of times I think people think that you can just sit back and you can simply okay, I asked for it now. I'm just going to sit back and, and I I let it go. So I'm just going to have faith that it's coming to me. So if I want this dog. It doesn't mean that um, you don't have to look at the newspaper and see what's out there. It doesn't mean that the dog's going to show up on your going somewhere to pick the dog up, right? Okay, that was a bad example, but whatever. <laughs> you got a better um, one. Well, so the point is that you you have to play a part in it too. So um, basically, you have to make sure that you're staying conscious that you're keeping focused on what it is that you want and that you're keeping in line with that. So that's all part of the co-creation, I think. And then the next step is to trust and believe and then let it go. Yeah, um, let it go, but remembering that let it go and doing your part at the same time, which is kind of a paradox, don't you think? True. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so so um, in the law of attraction, you know, what we're doing is working with energies and kind of manipulating energies in a positive way. So you have to align your energy with what it is that you're wanting, and that's how it comes to you. So um, you have to believe that you deserve these things. And you have to trust that the universe is going to take care of you. Mm-hmm. And then after that, the next step is getting those things and receiving. So, you know, for me, that's the hard part. I think a lot of times we put, I suppose, like these parentheses around what it is that we and how we expect things to be. So when something comes to you, 
I think a lot of times if you have these expectations that it's only going to come in this one specific way, that it has to be in that specific way or I'm not going to receive it or it's wrong or that's not what I asked for, so that's not, you know, what the universe is bringing to me. Well, if the universe is bringing you something, they're bringing you something, period. Um, And you have to sometimes receive and then figure out that that actually is what you asked for. Um, Whenever we're putting out a thought, we're asking and the universe is always responding. So if I'm asking for the dog again, and some, somehow or another a dog shows up that is a horribly, horribly flea-bitten, cabby-looking, um, horrid-looking thing, and I had this uh-huh. envision of this spectacular poop, well, I'm just saying, <laughs> but, you know, it's like a spray <laughs> that nobody wanted, and it's old, and it, it smells horrible. Um, I asked for a dog, and then, so... It might be that that dog has a heart of gold and needs a home and has to be cleaned up and get its shots and taken care of, and it might be the best dog you've ever had, but you won't know unless you receive it. See what I'm saying? I mean, again, my examples, I have a, I don't know, thing about dogs, I guess. I've got one in my lap right now. (laughs) So go ahead. That's a really good point. That's an excellent point because not everything's always going to manifest the way that we might have thought that it was going to happen and so it might be in a roundabout way it might be we you know we have to recognize hey that thing that I asked for it is here it's just not in the form that I asked for it to be or that I hoped for it to be here but you have to trust it's it's happening that way for a reason and then after that step number six would be keeping up your mojo keep up how do you do that baby uh, for me personally, I think keeping up the mojo is a uh, daily task for me, um, especially with some of the um, fatigue issues and things like that that I have to deal with. So for me, a lot of times, like turning on music that I love and dancing around like an idiot, um, you know, anything that keeps up your vibe that makes you happy keeps up your mojo. Of course, we're not always going to be happy. That's just not life. Life is a roller coaster, right? We have all kinds of things that are distractions. We have all kinds of things that get in the way of us keeping our vibe up. But um, I do know there's a lot of steps that we can take to do that. We're going to go over that a little bit later. So, um, But those are just some examples. Okay. Yeah, there's, so there's ways that you can get discouraged along the way or just kind of get down about things. And it's okay to feel that, you know, briefly, but it's important to try to stay as positive as possible and keep your vibe up as much as possible so that you can keep attracting things that are at the higher vibe of what you want and not the lower vibe. And so after you do that, you, so if you didn't receive what it was that you were trying to attract, you have to figure out what your blockages are and to just stay on your path. Um, so what are some ways that you can get blocked from manifesting some things in the law of attraction? Well, I think the problem a lot of times is that when we have a blockage, we're not usually consciously aware of what those blockages are to remove them in the first place. So the thing to remember always is that when we get stuck, you are not put here to be on this planet by yourself trying to figure everything out on your own. A lot of times we need a different perspective. Like Einstein said, it's like you cannot solve a problem with the same mindset created it. It's important to realize you weren't put here to be by yourself. You're not supposed to be here by yourself. You're supposed to get help. You're supposed to have friends. Did I just say supposed to? Okay, great. My grandma's going out the window. (laughs) 
but um, and the point is that really you're you're not supposed to be on this planet alone and just fending for yourself. The universe is there to support you and protect you, and your higher power is as well. But also, you have friendships, and if you don't have any friendships, then you should get out there and probably add that to your list of things to attract. But um, point being that ask for some help. You know, Bethann, where are my blocks here? You know, nobody is able to see all of their blockages, I think. That's um, true. And I think sometimes sometimes we're not ready for what we're trying to attract because there's other lessons we need to learn along the way or we're just not in alignment with that yet. And so it's a journey. And um, I think that some sometimes uh, a common blockage that people struggle with is believing that they deserve what it is that they're trying to attract. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So then... Step number eight, the last step would be to be grateful for what it is that you have, gratitude. Right. And I think that, like, going along with the last point that you made about feeling like you deserve something that you're trying to attract, my feeling about that is if you if you attract other things in your life, which you obviously have or you wouldn't be here, then you attract life itself and the gravity that keeps you stuck on this planet. So you're, you are supported and and, yeah, I mean, I may not deserve to win an Emmy because I haven't been an actress. So, obviously, I'm not going to try to attract that. So, there, I mean, I don't think you're going to ask for anything that the divine hasn't already put in your heart unless you're probably psychotic and then you need help or something. But I'm not, you know, not going there. This is not <laughs> um, drop dead for a time. <laughs> Uh, yes. So you got to keep it simple, right? And you got to, um, be grateful for what it is that you already have. And I think it's important to not make the law of attraction be so much about, not so much about materialistic things. I mean, sometimes we want to attract abundance into our life and that's okay. But, um, you know, to put all of our energy focusing on something that is it really going to make us happy? You know, we got to, we got to, be conservative with our energy and what we want to put our focus on and what we're trying to manifest. It has to be realistic and it has to be something that's going to nourish our soul and not just make us temporarily happy with something that's materialistic. So what are some of the exercises that you have when um, we're trying to manifest things? Okay. So um, one of them that I like, well, I personally haven't done this. I've heard of people doing this um the foggy mirror trick and that is when just to remind yourself to keep yourself on focus with what you're trying to attract in a foggy mirror or like after you take a shower on your glass shower um you can write what it is you're trying to manifest just to remind yourself to keep because as we know whatever your attention wherever attention goes energy flows right so that's one of them exactly and Mm -hmm. Um, one of them I heard of was the Jim Carrey thing where he wrote this astronomical a number, um, like, I don't know, $5 million. He wrote himself a check that someday he would be able to write and cash that check to himself, which I thought was really cool because he actually did. <laughs> I think it's so cool. Um, and plus, I think he's freaking funny. So um, what about you? 
Um, so I really like what what you taught me for the law of attraction as far as making a list and then going through that list at a specific pace. And as you hit on each bullet point on your list, do you briefly um, give yourself the sensation of already having that thing? And then you go to the next thing on the list and you feel like you already have that thing. And I really love that exercise. That that one works cool. for me personally. Yeah. Um, one that I've taught other people, and it's kind of interesting because I actually had two different people that came to me that I I gave this little trick to, and I said, you know, at stop signs or wherever you go, you need to say, I am healthy, I am happy, I am wealthy, I am loved. And every time you go to a red light, say that, and then go home and write it down and think it throughout the day. And one person actually did this and one person didn't. It was kind of like this social experiment thing I was kind of doing in my own little head. Um, where the person that did these, it worked great for her. And then the other person that didn't do these, it didn't work for her. Well, she didn't do them anyway. But I guess my point is that some things work for some people and other things don't work for other people. It's a huge important part that everyone is different. We're all different from one another. So the way spirit guides work for one person isn't going to be the same for another person. The way the law of attraction works for one person isn't going to be the same for other people. You see what I'm saying? Like, we're all individuals, and we can't forget that there's no specific rules when it comes to spiritual work. You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah, so for, I think you know this about me. Um, So, for example, I'm not crazy about affirmations. Um, I just think that they're kind of corny. I think it's kind of forced. Other people love affirmations, and it works great for them. So for me, the closest that I can get to affirmations is saying, uh, I am in the process of being wealthy. I am in the process of being, you know, instead of saying that I am, or because if I tell myself I am, then the little voice inside my head is like, no, you're not. And then I've just defeated (laughs) the entire purpose of the exercise. Well, and the whole, I'm sorry, but for me personally, too, like the whole Louise Hay thing where you're looking in the mirror, I get that that really makes some people feel, like, wonderful when they look in the mirror and, like, I am so wonderful. I just feel like the biggest douchebag. I'm sorry. Excuse my thoughts. But I feel like the biggest idiot, like, saying that in the mirror and looking at myself going, you're so pretty. It's like, mm. I feel like a 10-year-old when I do that. <laughs> so I'm sure other people agree with that. Like, you just feel like a hack. It's it's just not me. So, you know, it's like, um, you know, leaving little reminders throughout the house or things like that, it just looks cluttery to me anymore. So I'm becoming more of a minimalist as I get older, and thank God. Um, but it's just, um, it just feels so goofy to me. But one of the other things that I, I do actually believe in very much is meditation and prayer. Um, I specifically love the visualizations like with Chuck D. Gwaine. That was one of the very first years and years and years ago um, spiritual gurus, so to speak, that I really just fell in love with, with Shakti Gawain and her visualization techniques and meditation. I think a lot of people have actually copied her work. I think she's amazing. Um, but if you get a chance, she's got uh, – it's either on audio or a book that's all about visualization and meditation, and I just – I love her. So there's, there's your uh, – 
I, I get no money from her, trust me. <laughs> um, so I don't know. Do you have any other? Um, how about dream boards? Have you done dream board? I have. They, um, they don't really work for me personally, but I think they're kind of cool mm-hmm. if you have the time. You know what I mean? A lot of people mm-hmm. don't really have time to sit down and cut out things from magazines. I just, again, I feel like a 10-year-old when I do that, honestly. True. Also, I think you and I have, you know, an advantage in that, um, you know, with our intuition, we can picture things very easily in our heads. So we don't so much need an actual picture of it as much as knowing what the picture is in our head. And and that's mm-hmm. kind of how I've used the exercise that you taught about going down the list and feeling like you have the thing that you have on your list is um, I had – you know, I'd have a picture in my head related to that thing and can kind of see myself there or having it or doing it. Um, Mm -hmm. But I haven't done an actual dream board either. Well, I've done it. Is there any other exercise? And I even took a class, but yeah, I think that's good. Um, But I think the bottom line with all of this is you can't really attract anything Mm -hmm. in life if you're asleep at the wheel. So, um, one of the other things we were going to talk about today is free will, and I don't. My 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 true feeling about free will is that I really do feel like there are some things in life that are predestined, but I also feel that we have a lot of leeway in that, and how much leeway we actually get. Um, I always say free will is a gift from God, and everybody has that. So there's no such thing as somebody really knowing the future. Uh, the reason being, and the reason I feel that way, is because I feel like, I mean, God gave us free will, right? And I feel like the the free will part is based upon how conscious we are at the wheel. So if you're really super conscious and awake and aware in one area of your life and not in another, the area that you're most awake and alert and focused on is where you're going to be able to use the, the law of attraction, the law of attraction will not work if I'm asleep at the wheel and I'm writing checks all over the place and bouncing them. You know, it's it's just not going to work if I'm asleep at the wheel in my finances, which a lot of us people that are more right brain tend to be a little bit more asleep when it comes to that area of our life. So when we put the focus in on, it, it does help. Do you have any um, ideas about that, Bethann? Well, I'm really glad that uh, that you brought up free will and that we're integrating that into the law of attraction because one of the things that's always confused me about the law of attraction is, um, you know, sometimes things occur a certain way because that's how they were supposed to occur. And it doesn't have anything to do necessarily with that. We attracted it, you know, just an example that I can think of is like, you know, maybe, maybe a certain person was meant to have an accident, which is an unfortunate thing. But the reason that they were meant to have that is because that there were some lessons in that, and that that they needed to learn. Now, did they attract that accident into their lives with their vibe, or was that I think it can be both ways. I think sometimes we do attract. I do. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to walk over you. Um, sometimes I think that we do attract some negative into our lives because there's a specific lesson that we have to learn. I mean, let's face it. Really bad things happen to wonderful people in this world. It's just part of life. That doesn't mean necessarily that you attracted that negative thing. But in some instances, I feel like, yes, we can attract and we can avoid negative things. 
In other instances, there's just no way possible. Those negative things were going to happen one way or another, and there's no way around it. So I feel like it is both. Do you see what I'm saying? Absolutely, yeah. So the way that I like to look at it is that, so outside of those things that are kind of built in or meant to be, um, there's a certain amount of energy that's kind of floating around that we have the power to sort of manipulate or use in a positive way for us. So so in that leftover energy is where we can use the law of attraction is how I like to think about it. Oh, that's interesting. So um, number one, when it comes to raising our consciousness and trying our best to not be asleep at the wheel is just to try and intend. Your intention is everything to be more focused, to keep the focus. Um, yeah, and I agree. I can be going in 10 different directions at once sometimes, and I have to say, wait a minute, I need to cut a few things out here and just, you know, I have, if I'm doing everything halfway, how much am I going to be attracting here? So I need to concentrate my efforts. Yeah, the squirrel alert. I need a sound effect for squirrel alert. <laughs> um, ADHD, here we go. Boing. Um, so, and number two, where attention goes, energy flows. We know that. Uh, so, stay healthy. I think that's part of that. Like, I don't, I, I don't know why I think that's part of that. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Like, you can't keep your attention if you don't have the right acids in your in your brain, the right chemicals to keep everything flowing the way it's supposed to. And that does include being healthy. You can't have attention without. You see what I'm saying? Right. Self-care is a very important part of it. I agree. Number three, be rational. Our vibe goes down when we are irrational. I've seen that so much in my life with different people where they're just not being rational about something and their their vibe goes out the window. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So um, can I uh, give you an example of a law of, of attraction gone wrong? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, my, yeah. So let's kind of take a look at maybe where this went wrong. Okay. So my son has a friend and he is a basketball player and he's convinced that he's going to go to the NBA. And in reality, he's probably not going to go to the NBA. He's not the most talented guy. He, you know, he's, it's probably just not in the cards for him, but he's so convinced he tells everybody that he's going. He made T-shirts of himself, and he just believes that he's famous and that it's just a matter of time. So uh, he honestly, I, I mean, he, maybe he honestly believes that. So how is he not attracting that then? How is that not going to happen for him? Where could he be going wrong with that? Because he's four foot tall and he's, there's just no way he's ever going to be able to compete with the seven foot, I don't know, seven foot three basketball players on the court. Um, yeah, that's not rational. And that is part of, you know, lowering your vibe is not being rational. If you're not rational, then your vibe goes down and you're not attracting. So, great example, Beth Ann. Okay, so number four, like attracts like. Stay around people that have a higher vibe. Stay around people that have a higher vibe. You like that? Um, Or at least those that are working on it. When we're working on ourselves constantly throughout life, when we're around people that are doing the same, we're going to attract and we're going to stay more focused and we're going to be healthier if we're staying around those like people. 
Yeah, it's true. Like does attract like. You can always tell a person by who their friends are, right? Right. And, and you know, stemming on our being an empathic theme, too, I, if I'm around somebody who's low vibe, I can start to get low vibe, and that's not going to be good. So um, I want to be around other people that are high vibe, or at least, like you said, working on it, people that are are trying to be conscious. Yeah, it's when you find yourself sometimes, like, when you see comments on Facebook or social media, there's always those specific people, you know. Um, they're not really close friends, but you might just know them from your past. Or you just want to go, wah, 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 every time you read the most <laughs> negative. And it's like, seriously, how can you get through life with that kind of attitude? I mean, yeah, bad things are going to happen. But do I bounce back from them or I'm going to sit and complain about them 24-7? Which is going to be better? for you, you know, it's, I don't know, it, it's just, um, I always try to, like, if I see something like that, I always try to, like, say something positive, you know, get out of that mojo, man, um, all right, so number five, pay attention, that one's hard for me, about Dan. <laughs> you don't have attention issues, what are you talking about, Katie? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just being silly, it's just, it's like, squirrel, um, <laughs> yeah, no, pay attention. If you're not paying attention and you're not staying focused, you know, you can't stay focused on what it is that you're trying to attract and your free will diminishes. And, yes, we have puppies in the background. Sorry about that. Okay, so number six, keep learning. Keep learning. I am a big, big believer in to continuous, I, I, I admit to being, someone that constantly takes classes, someone that constantly reads. I've got five books going at any one moment. I really enjoy it, and it does keep me focused, and I do believe that learning raises up your vibe. What about you, Beth Same thing. I'm, I'm a perpetual student. I'm always got something. I got my hands in something that I'm learning, uh, working on, striving for. Just got to keep you never, I never feel like I'm done, but I know it all. Yeah, me neither. And I guess I'm grateful for that. All right, so number seven, be compassionate. Compassion is, I think, a challenge for, I don't know, I don't think anybody would admit to having a problem with compassion, um, but I do think that it can be a challenge sometimes when we get into our own, I don't know how to put it, like when we get self-centered, and self-absorbed, we can stop being compassionate for other people. Um, I don't know. I I guess a lot of reading about the Dalai Lama a lot, that would help maybe? I don't know. (laughs) What are your thoughts? Well, I think just remembering that we're all one and that we're all children of God can help keep us compassionate and, and understanding that we're all on our own journey and we're all in different points in life. And, you know, things like if I'm trying to manifest Alexis and I'm forgetting about people who are homeless and have nothing, I mean, is that very realistic? Mm-hmm. Is that very compassionate? You know? Well, I don't know. I guess that's kind of a philosophical thing that I could probably ponder for days. Um, True. Number, <laughs> well, you know, and the compassionate thing, I remember – going kind of back to that, uh, someone telling me, if you look at everyone from the vantage point of the divine, we're all like little four-year-olds. You can never really get mad at a four-year-old for acting like an idiot. They, they just don't know any better. That line of thought really helps me 
stay compassionate when sometimes I'm just angry with someone or something. Um, my dog's gagging over there. Sorry. All right, number eight, set boundaries. <laughs> um, boundaries. Beth Ann, you take, you take that one. Oh, boundaries. You have to learn to say no. You have to not overextend yourself, not people please. You have to stay true to yourself. That's going to raise your consciousness, staying true to yourself. Yeah, not having cakes for breakfast. <laughs> That's your I'm boundary. Just, no cakes for breakfast. Boundary. No cakes for breakfast. No, I draw the line. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not eating ice cream all day. I'm an adult. <laughs> okay. Um, number nine, have passion in life. Have things that you love to do and, and something you're striving for. I love horses. I will always love horses. That's a huge passion for me. And it also keeps me trying to stay healthy. And, and regardless of what's going on with my physical body, I'm, I'm going to keep trying because I know I want to keep I want to keep that hobby, you know what I mean? So what do you yeah. think about passion? I think it's so important. I mean, have you ever met a super happy, successful person who can't tell you what they love, things that they love to do? I mean, it's so important. Mm-hmm. Just I've never thought to, of that. I haven't. Yeah. I mean, I love the, it when I think the people who are super happy – and loving life, they're not the ones that are, you know, going to work and going home and watching TV and then going to bed. Like, they have passions that they're pursuing. And maybe they have a passion all about watching TV. That's true. But where's that going to get you? <laughs> <laughs> I guess it How constructive is that? Yeah, I suppose. Okay. So, number 10, be honest. I don't know. One of the, the things that I notice on, with people is, in general, when I meet someone that is just full of, you know what, um, it, their vibe is generally pretty low. Even though they can fake it for a long time, uh, life, being honest with yourself and others is huge when it comes to your vibe. Well, also, Katie, you're psychic, so you're probably just like, okay, I know if you're lying to me. Hello, I'm psychic. You can't pull the over my eyes. Sometimes I'm not. Sometimes, like, sometimes I'm asleep at the wheel, so and I can stay asleep at the wheel when it comes to certain people for a long time. But eventually, the truth always comes out anyway. And then when it does, it's not so pretty. So um, let's see, number eleven: be courageous. Hey, whatever your fear, you're going to have to face it eventually, maybe. So um, being courageous, I think that's important. There's not a lot to say about that. And then number 12, pray and not Santa Claus style. Because when we pray Santa Claus style, it's like, dear Lord, I really want to have this, 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 and this in my life. That's not the same as asking the universe or God for you know, peace in your household. Um, I always look at the divine as not being Santa Claus. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So you can't, it's, I think it's better to just uh, pray in terms of more generalization. So please um, put into my path things that 
will be good for me, put into my path things that will be nourishing for me or teach me instead of asking for very specific things to be put in your path. Yeah. That's yeah, kind I, of how I, I totally interpret agree. Sorry, I've got uh <laughs> I've got a bunch of wolves here apparently that won't be quiet today. <laughs> um all right, and then number thirteen, meditate. What do you think, Beth Ann, about meditation? Do you meditate daily or Absolutely. I love meditation. I if I'm not meditating, it's very clear in my frame of mind and how high my vibe is and how relaxed I am in my thoughts. I can get real lost in just my thoughts squirrel caging and just not being able to focus on anything and getting kind of negative. Right. So I, I have to meditate. How about you? Hmm, I have to meditate daily too. I set, a, I set time aside to um, connect and see what my guides have to share with me about my personal world, not just other people's. So um, we do have some callers on the line, it looks like. Did you want to take some calls, Beth? Yay! Sure. Okay. Great. All right. So we have last four digits. They've been on hold for a long time. Six nine seven nine. And oh, oh you're thank on you. with Katie. Hi, I'm enjoying Hi. your show. My name's Donna. How are you? Hi, Donna. Hi, how are you? Good. Thanks. Visiting my sister. Yeah. Um, I have a question for you. Um, I can hear my mother on the other side once in a while mm-hmm. and I had two dreams yeah. with her and we're celebrating and there's such joy and such happiness and then two months ago I heard her voice in the middle of my head and she said it kind of zaps it out of me but she said um, you're going to be rewarded and I wanted to know is that uh-huh. like a husband coming in or a windfall or what do you what are you picking up her name mm. is Anne her name's Anne well a lot of times you know, it's interesting because when I've done some spirit work, um, I always say that when you do certain types of spirit work, they will reward you. A lot of times it's not necessarily monetary. A lot oh. of times it's spiritual because that's what they um, what they have some more control over. But, of course, everything that you do, you will be rewarded. Um, I don't know. Bethany, why don't you give your, your, your ideas on that, too? Because I've had different types of rewards. I've had both come into my life uh, where it has been monetary. I've had, I actually had a um, spirit come to me and tell me, well, your reward is going to be a cruise. And I ended up going on this wonderful oh, wow. um, yeah. vacation. <laughs> so, you know, it, it was really kind of cool. But, Bethany, what's your experience with that? Well, I think what a wonderful surprise that is. To, to anticipate what it is that might be coming. And I think, um, you know, really to just keep your eyes open and be on the lookout for that and have gratitude for the things that are coming in, uh, that's what I would do because I think that Katie's right. It's, you know, it's probably not so much materialistic, but maybe things that I think a cruise can nourish your soul and be good for your spirit. Mm-hmm. So I think that those things can come into your life. But ultimately, spirit they don't care so much about um, materialistic things on the other side. So I think to put it in terms of things that on the other side, what did it, what are things that they would consider to be rewarding? Well, a relationship would be nice. A relationship. Are you picking up on a relationship coming in for me at all? Or, well, let's look, but um, 
the, the bottom line with the expectation of something that is you will be rewarded, a reward yeah. to one person may not be a reward to another person. For example, if somebody rewarded me with a brand new saddle, I'd be really happy. But if someone were to give back yeah. a saddle, she wouldn't know what to have to do with it. So exactly. it's what's written on your heart is what the reward is generally going to be. So, for example, since you just said a relationship, I would, I would probably, you know, it would be my best guess right now because I haven't asked here it, but my, my feeling would be that you would end up, that that would be a reward for you is having the perfect match for you. Yeah. So that, that would probably be more likely your reward than, say, a cruise ship or a saddle because those may not mean anything to you. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's what's written yeah. in your heart. The divine always knows what it is that we want. The divine always knows what it is that you want, what's on, on and is written on your heart, because they put it there. So that would be what your reward is for being the wonderful, passionate, beautiful person that you are. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, so, Donna, I just um, pulled an, an angel okay. card for you. So okay. your angel card that, that I drew for you is the Ace of Air. And so what that means is uh, brilliant new ideas, inspirations, and a challenging beginning. But what it is is um, new ideas taking flight, inspiration coming possibly from an event or a situation that had previously troubled you, and the ability to create something amazing, being full of excitement, focusing your thoughts on your goals, and creating a plan of action. Awesome. Oh, good. Well, that sounds really good. Well, thank you so much for calling in today and listening to us. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, Donna. Okay, and we have another caller at, let's see here, 0221, and I'm unmuting you. Hello. Hey there. Hi, who's this? This is Lucretia. Hi, Lucretia. How are you today? Hey, wonderful. How are you guys doing? Great. Good. Are you enjoying our, for our second show? Yes, and I appreciate you guys saying some of the things you did about um, Law of Attraction because I don't do affirmations. I mean, I speak positively, speak mm-hmm. affirmatively, but I don't just like the fantasy stuff. <laughs> Because it feels I don't, I don't like it's, it's not true, and it makes me, and then it defeats yeah. the whole purpose. And I've always found that mm-hmm. meditation worked for me, and it worked in the right way at the right time. And I yeah, can really and like tell I said, when, when I've gone a long time. Yeah, it's that's the stuff that works, and it helps when you can speak positively, and you're not shooting yourself in the foot, but just saying, "I already have my perfect mate." Is BS to me, and I can't do it. So. I agree. I know. It, it just <laughs> I don't know why mind. people still and, do it. <laughs> well, you know what's so funny is like I'm the type of person if I'm going to manifest, I almost have to think of every negative thing, and because I, I, I always say everyone's different, I have to think of every single negative thing that could possibly happen, <laughs> and then once I do that, it's like I can bring in the positive, but I have to go to all the negative first, and that's not bad or wrong. And I think it's been building people's never, yeah. that's bad and wrong. No, but if it is, if you dwell there, but I've always had to do work, too. Mm-hmm. I've never been able to just speak stuff and not actually do anything. I always had to have action behind mm-hmm. it. So, 
Yeah. And that that messes with my head too. Like, was it me or was it the was it the universe? Well, I don't know. I've always had to do my part. So. Exactly. God helps those who help themselves. It's an old saying, but it's a good one. Um, do yeah. you want a card that, for you by Beth Ann tonight? Well, what I was going to see is if you could look into that is in yeah. considering some of the positive things I've done on my relocation. I've gotten my licensing in the state that I want to get to. I'm headed out there to look at property next week, and I'm already sold all my stuff and I'm about to put my house on the market. Am I in a position to get this relocation done by January? Uh, that's okay. Okay. In the meantime, I'm going to kind of meditate on that for a minute. Okay. So the card that I pulled for you is the Knight of Water. And traditionally this card means falling in love, proposal, um, achieving balance and emotions. And um, so it's talking about the need to balance your emotions so that you don't become overwhelmed and receiving an invitation to a party or another social opportunity. Um, let's see. So what I'm thinking with this is that perhaps your focus is, should be shifted elsewhere. What's the possibilities of falling in love at this point in time? Is that location-based for you? Would that What would location um, have to do with that? I would love it if I got there and new location, new career, new love would be perfect. And it feels like since that's more of a place that's aligned with who I am, that, that would that's what I'm hoping happens. So I would say working on balancing your emotions and then that will become secondary. That will fall in line. Okay. And you know what I find really interesting, too, is what I was picking up on while Bethann was um, pulling that card for you, this whole licensing thing, it was really a pain for you, wasn't it? Like to get um, a not, not bad. Um, I've had worse, but it was okay. – I had to get Tactical. there. I had to go what? do it in the state. So the opportunity presented itself where I was helping someone go out there, and so I'm like, well, why don't I take care of this while I'm here? and show the universe that I'm doing my part. Oh, yeah, I love that. Um, but it, 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 for some reason it felt tiring and taxing. Um, but it does feel like things are, gonna, things are going smoothly for you, and it's not always been the case is kind of what I'm really picking right. up on here, is that it's just not always been the case that it's been smooth for you. But you're starting to learn right. how to listen and go with the flow of things a lot better, and, and you're, you're learning how to receive this has been the big lesson is receiving. Does that make sense to you? Yes. So that's pretty cool. Um, but I really appreciate you calling in and listening to us today on our second episode, and we're having a lot of fun with this. So thank you so much for being on the call. Thanks, ladies. Thank you. Yay. We love our callers. Yay. Okay. I do too. All right. So let's see here. We have let's see, do, 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 nine seven three nine. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. So nine seven three nine is um, 
arguing with someone. <laughs> that was funny. Okay. Um, 2962. Did we already take you? Hello? Hello. Hi, Hi how up? are you? Good, how Hi, are you? my name is Seema. I'm good. Thank you for taking my call. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what can we help you with today? Um, relationships. I just wanted to look at, um, there's this new guy that I'm, I started going out with. His name is Amir. I wanted to see, you know, what you guys feel and, you know, what you feel, you know, about the situation, I guess. Mm-hmm. Sure. Bethany, you want to pull a card? Sure. Okay. So the card that I pulled for you is called the Seven of Water. And so what that means is making a complex decision and the need to do research. So so what that means is it says that it's time to stop procrastinating and get busy. So to me that would mean, um, you know, doing your part to be a good relationship partner and to be at a point that you're ready for a good relationship. Um, And it says try, so this also means trying to focus and avoiding unrealistic expectations. So making sure that, um, that you're not expecting too much from this other person that you, that you know to look within for things instead of, looking to the other person for things that maybe they can't provide for you. Um, yeah. But ultimately, I have a pretty good feeling. You know, I feel like um, I feel like you've been wanting a relationship for some time. I feel like you've done some work to be ready for that. I feel like you're, you're capable of settling down and being committed, and those are all very good things to have in mind going into a relationship. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, the only thing I really have to add to that is simply be the person that you would want to be dating. And that's all I heard. Okay. And thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate you. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Very thank good. You. Thank you. All right. And we have caller seven nine three nine. Fun stuff. Hello. Seven nine three nine. You're on the air. Is that Mike? Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> and um, I was just wondering if you guys see anything um like good happening in my life or um my love life. With a relationship. Okay. Alrighty. Okay, I'll go ahead and and pull a card for you on that. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So the card that I pulled for you is the Dreamer, and that's the Archangel Metatron card. So what that means is taking a leap of faith, following your dreams, and having unexpected opportunities come up. So uh, what this card says is that you're entering a new and exciting phase of your life. So it's important that you're believing in yourself right now and the universe 
wants you to succeed and you need to remember that. So you need to have faith and commitment at this time and take steps that are necessary to move forward um, and have confidence. Uh, Remember that you have an inner guide as well. And so when you're following your dreams, um, you may need to look elsewhere for additional information, but don't let that sell you ultimately from your inner guide. Okay. So this is a really great card. I love this card. Yeah. Okay. I'm seeing also a lot of changes for you coming up as far as standing in your own power and a transformational time for you. Does that make sense to you? Like you start really honing in and taking better care of yourself and taking care of your health and taking care of your psyche and taking, you know, mind, body, and spirit and putting all those yes. together and getting them in balance. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes, totally it does. Yeah, um, so that's really, that's um, a wonderful symbol that I just got for you, and it's one that I don't get too frequently, so congratulations on that, and keep up the good work, and thank you so much for calling in, and we so appreciate you. Have a wonderful rest of your day. (laughs) Thank you so much, Melissa. Um, That was a lot of fun, so that's that's our episode number two, and... Thank you for anyone that's listening to us today. We so appreciate it. And we're having fun here, so we will be back next Thursday. And you can find Beth Ann at readingsbyba.com, or you can find myself at katiestarns.com or intuitiveskies.com. And keep in touch with us throughout the week. Uh, You can find us on Facebook at Intuitive Space Skies, or you can find Beth Ann, again, at her website, we have blogs going. We have a chat room, um, sorry, a forum that's going to be open pretty soon for people to ask questions of everyone here at Intuitive Guys, and we can't wait to help you. Yeah, we can't wait to help everyone, and I hope everyone has a wonderful week. Beth Ann? And we hope to see you next week. Thank you, everybody, so much. Thank you all so much. Have a great day. Have a great week. Raise up that mojo. Bye.